Welcome to War Docs, the military medicine podcast. Our mission is to preserve the oral history of military medicine told from the perspective of the healthcare heroes that lived it. Find out more and join Team War Docs at wardocspodcast.com. In this special WarDoc series called Military Medicine Mentorship Moments, we have partnered with AMSIS, the Society of Federal Health Professionals, to bring you insights and advice about different aspects of mentorship from senior experienced military medical leaders. I'm your host, retired Army urologist Doug Soderdahl. Our featured military medical mentor is Brigadier General Dr. Mary Kruger, Commanding General of the Army Atlantic Regional Health Command. She's a board-certified family medicine physician, and you can read her full bio on wardoxpodcast.com. Mary, thanks for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Glad to be here, Doug. For this episode, we'll be focusing on things that are important for a mentee to know. And this is part of a series that we've done with AMSIS. And so this is part of a topic that we've selected for mentorship. And so we're going to focus today on the mentee. So as a mentee, how do you choose a mentor? Well, I think it's important as a mentee to look for someone who has been on the path that you are seeking. And that's if you know where you want to go. Um, if you're not sure which direction you want to go, then I think it's even more important to talk to someone who has a broad range of experience, but also who knows you. Because a good mentor is going to help that mentee see beyond what they think they can do and help them see beyond their comfort zone and really stretch them into those areas that they're going to be able to grow into a space where they bring the most value. So how many mentors should a mentee be looking for? How many do they need? Is there too many? Are there too little? I think that it depends on, on where they're going. I think it's good to have at least a few different mentors because that helps you, especially as in, in your, if you're in that mid-level of your career, early to mid-level, and you're really still looking to find which direction you're going, talking to folks who have diverse experiences will help you to try on those areas that, that you're not familiar with, and they'll resonate with you. You know, almost like as if you're looking at place to go vacation or whether you're redoing your basement, you're looking for different colors. You know, as you hear other people's stories or other people's recommendations, you're going to hone in on one. And then you might choose to spend more time with that mentor who has experience in that field. And sometimes you'll be talking with a mentor and they'll get to a point where they say, you know what, I think this would be good for you. I'm not the best person, but let me introduce you to somebody else who's going to help you in that next step of the journey. And so that's often how those will those branches off will help that mentee get to uh, the place that's the best fit for them. So for a mentee who's never been in a mentorship relationship, what, what should they expect from a mentorship relationship? Well, you know, I have not found that there's one definition, but I think that they should have that conversation in the beginning to know how much time, not only set hours or minutes, but how long that that mentor is available for that relationship. And I think that's an important conversation to have up front. And that way you have a shared set of expectations 
And sometimes in more formal relationships, that's already set out for you. So for example, right now I have several war college mentees and those rules are actually set out for me by MedCom who, who asked me, hey, will you take these on? And we meet once a month. And we know it's about an hour once a month, although if there's something urgent, they can reach out and we'll connect. But that expectation, what does the mentee want to expect to get out of it? What does the mentor have available to give? How much time is each of them willing to commit, both on that daily basis or monthly basis, as well as longitudinally? Is this something for a season Or does this look like, is there expectation that it'll be a long-term relationship? And then revisit that along the way because things might change in the mentor's and the mentee's life. And and that's okay. And I think having that openness in the beginning helps to have the the relationship that's going to be most beneficial for the mentee. So in your career, you've mentored several individuals. What are some characteristics of effective mentees. What advice would you give to a a mentee that says, this is what your mentor is looking for? First of all, a a willingness to be challenged outside of your comfort zone. And I, I know I mentioned that in another answer, but that to me is really where that mentor mentee synergy comes in is that the mentor For me, it's rewarding as a mentor to look at somebody and see, you know what, I see this potential in that person and to be able to help them see that in themselves. And and I've had that happen several times myself. I mean, my first mentor, Joe Yetter, told me, I, you know what, you'd be great at doing this research. And I thought, oh my goodness, I have no interest in research. What is he talking about? And sure enough, you know what, as we walked down the path, I started feeling that same synergy and really led to many things down the road. The other thing for a mentee is to have that shared passion with the mentor. So if if you both have a passion for military medicine or a passion for humanitarian assistance or medical diplomacy or surgery or research or faculty development, that can make it so it's not work. It really is that looking to, uh, share that interest. And then also a, a commitment to, to just contribute back to your profession. So to, cause what really I, I get excited about a number of the folks I've had a chance to have these relationships with is getting so excited about where I know they're going to take this field farther than I ever could because they are continuing to build upon and they have those additional years in front of them. And then finally, willingness to take a perspective outside of your own. And I guess that ties into getting out of your own comfort zone, but, but willingness to, uh, to challenge what you think to be a given and, and hear from that mentor how things could be seen in a different light. So in, in the relationships you've had with mentees, do you think it's important for them to have a vision statement kind of gives them or you an idea of what direction they see their lives going in? So I think it's important for them to have the start of that vision statement. I wouldn't want them to feel like they can't get into a mentoring relationship unless they've got that perfect. I I think they should have a feel for what their strengths are, but also be willing to explore discovering strengths they don't know about yet. But yes, so having some direction, yes, but don't let not having that perfect vision statement prevent you from stepping out and trying to... uh, to engage with a mentor-mentee relationship. 
Are there any key mentor mentee activities that, that you have found important in the mentorship relationships that you've had with individuals? Uh, yeah, there's there's a few things that I found very useful. First of all, getting to know them as a person. So rather than jumping right into the business of mentor mentee relationship, share a little history because especially earlier on in our careers, I think there may be key things about us that that we don't realize are really special or really unique. But as you share a bit of your life story with that mentor, that will give them more information to be able to better help you. I do believe having some commonalities, a common language, if you will, in the background helps that relationship to, to be more, more productive. And then an openness to share your hopes, your fears, and your dreams. Early on, when after my, my first deployment, and, and I went from being in a very active Academic setting to experiencing the operational setting, there was a mentor that I I shared something that sounded ridiculous. I said, could I be a division surgeon without having been a brigade or battalion surgeon? And had I not stepped out on the ledge to share with him that that crazy idea, um, I would have never gotten the mentorship that I did from him that eventually allowed me to, to have that experience successfully. So I think that willingness to be vulnerable, and in that respect, some people advise that your mentor not be somebody who's your immediate raider because there can be that that feeling of wanting to make sure your raider is impressed and seeing only your best side, which is another topic of discussion. But but that is one of the strengths of having a mentor who's outside of your direct rating chain is perhaps it gives you more of that space for vulnerability. So personally, as a mentee, what was the best advice that you got from a mentor? I would say that the best advice I got from a mentor is to just go ahead and lean forward, even though I didn't feel like I was prepared to trust them that they knew I was prepared enough. One of my mentors said to me that every job she had held from the time she was a Lieutenant Colonel Ford and she retired as a three-star general, she said she hadn't felt like she was prepared enough for, but her mentors had, who had you know, not done wrong, had done right by her and who had led her along the way had told her she was prepared. So it was having trust when they tell you, you know what, you've got what it takes. Even if you don't yet see it, we see it in you and we know what's expected of you. So trust us and lean forward into it. What is something that you know now that you wish you would have learned much earlier in your career? Be generous with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Life does not have to be perfect to be wonderful. There is a lot more peace and actually even productivity that comes from accepting that you don't have to be, you don't have to know all the answers. A mentor of mine has even told me as, as I've taken on different jobs, there's no need for you to shoot from the hip or for you to come up with all the answers. In fact, you're surrounded by incredible people who can advise you. And in fact, sometimes the army puts you in a job where you have people assigned to advise you. To, to come up with it collaboratively. So I, I think that had I had a better understanding of that earlier on, I would have learned a lot more earlier on because I, I wouldn't have had to feel like I, I had to be the one that, that knew it all and, and be more accepting of that. You talked a lot about, you know, what are some important things for mentees to know? And you've had several mentorship relationships in the past. What would you say characterizes a good 
versus a not so good mentorship relationship from your experience? And if you have any examples that you could share. Sure. So I'd say a a good relationship, there's no competition between the mentee and the mentor. There really is that combined goal of seeing that mentee grow and develop. And also the the mentor is not trying to just create a mini me, if you will. And the mentor would be very comfortable if the mentee actually meets or even exceeds what that mentor has done. So I think that is a, a very valuable experience. And just that that generosity of the time and the experience that the mentor shares with the mentee, where I think it can be a, a harmful or, or not a productive mentorship is if the, if the relationship becomes transactional. So if the mentee is having the mentorship relationship just because they think that person is going to get them into a job, a specific job, or um, they're looking to gain a leg up, while they may achieve that specific goal, they're not going to benefit from the true broadening experience and the true stretching experience of what that mentorship relationship could provide. And, and I've been really fortunate to have mentorship relationships that, uh, that have caused me to stretch beyond what I, I could have could have even hoped for. I'll, I'll give you one quick example. So I, I was coming up from a next assignment and I had been, you know, with Fourth Infantry Division, and I had been with Civil Affairs, and and so I I was looking to my assignment after war college, and the the individual asked me, they said, well, where do you think you'd like to go? And I said, well, you know, I'm thinking kind of operational, you know, I'm really comfortable around tanks and helicopters, and they're like, well, how about the Beltway? And I said, oh yeah, um, I don't have any experience with that. I've got no experience with policy, and you know, I'd heard things about the Pentagon and. And uh, I just, I, I really think I should be in the other place. And, and she said to me, she says, I'm so glad that we both see the gaps in your experience and see the need to fill those in. And so <laughs> you'll be going to this, uh, this assignment in the Pentagon, which you know what, ended up being the best thing that could have happened. So she was really looking to round me out and to, to help better develop me even though it was going to be very far out of our my comfort zone. So to me, that was a very good mentor-mentee relationship in that she was looking for things that I didn't even know that I should have been looking for. I also learned never match wits with somebody who is well above you because <laughs> she certainly uh, had the last word there in a good way. So you had the opportunity to complete a faculty development fellowship at Madigan Army Medical Center. What advice would you give to residency programs to set up mentorship programs for the residents and even for the junior faculty? I think in in those, you want to have a program that really works on the the relationship aspect of it and, and gets beyond just the requirements aspect of it. So I think a good way to start is uh, having a, a format that gives people that chance in the beginning to get to know each other as people. And I know there's the debate back and forth on do mentees choose mentors or do mentors choose mentees? I mean, the, the fact of the matter is just based on requirements, sometimes you do have the assignments to get these things started. But to have that latitude, if a, if a mentor-mentee relationship is flourishing, great. 
if it's not a great fit, then then have a provision in there so that people can actually find find that fit that's going to be beyond just uh, checking the blocks. I think if you're having a a mentorship program, again, in the early days, you may want to have some foundational readings to to start the wheels turning, but then give latitude for those relationships to go down the path uh, that's going to be most productive. So that's always the balance I've seen is how do you have something that is um, reproducible and that is is consistent across the residency versus having something that may have more latitude for people to be able to to really find that great relationship and and know also that some some mentorship relationships are for a period of time and then it's okay to say hey this is this has been wonderful and and it's served its course and I realize that we're going our different directions and so I, I wish you the best and to set up in the beginning that that's okay. So for somebody who's listening who may be you know very young but is is really interested in pursuing a mentorship relationship, what is some practical advice? You know, what is the next step that they should take? What's something that they could do tomorrow? Sure. So there's a number of mentorship programs that go through professional organizations. So um, for me, I'm a member of the Uniform Services Academy of Family Physicians. So whatever your professional organization is, if there's not somebody right nearby that you've seen that you think, boy, I'd like to go on the path that they're on, or boy, I really respect what I see them do. I could see myself doing that. Um, If those people are there, you know, take that step forward and introduce yourself and say, hi, this is me. And I'm looking for mentorship relationship. Is that something you have time for right now? So that's if it's local. If there's not somebody local that you see, and this used to be more of an issue earlier in my career, you know, I was the only female in my residency class and there were no females right in front of me. Fortunately, there were males that were willing to take me on, but but it depends on your comfort level. So if you don't see that, reach out to the professional organization and, and see if they may be able to provide something for you. And then don't overlook peer mentors. Um, I've had several great peer mentors who you know, might have been my same year group, but yet I really admired what they were doing, or I saw strengths in them that I wanted to cultivate in myself. And I reached out to them, and they were incredibly helpful. So those are a few ways that, that somebody could get started tomorrow. We've really enjoyed the privilege of speaking with Brigadier General Mary Kruger on WarDoc's Military Medical Mentorship Moments. Ma'am, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and insights about mentorship. Hey, my pleasure, Doug. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of our special WarDoc series, Military Medical Mentorship Moments, in partnership with AMSIS, the Society of Federal Health Professionals. We invite you to follow and subscribe to our show on whatever platform you consume your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Please rate and review this podcast and share our show with your contacts on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find out more information about our show and our guests and how to become a member of Team WarDocs on our website, wardoxpodcast.com. That's wardoxpodcast, one word, dot com. Thanks so much for your support. If you like war stories and medical drama, Wardox has you covered. Spread the word.